Plus, what's up, ladies and gents? This is your girl, Virtuous Diva and Company. And yes, I am in Atlanta, Georgia. Finally, I moved my ass from damn New York City. Now I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia. But with that being said, I have a beautiful, wonderful guest on my show today. And I mean, she has just not only brightened my life, gave me a little bit of hard time, but a hard time just to get myself in line and in order. But I have none other than Miss Kim Moon. And we are going to talk about living with HIV and things that women go through um, in this in this line of light that they are in. Um, thank you so much, Miss Kim, for joining me. Thank you so much. Thank I really you, appreciate thank it. Thank you, Miss Valencia, for having me. How are you doing today? I am well. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got on the show with me. I know I've been talking about it for some time, but I want to just break into this and ask you how have you maintained your life um, living with HIV and also as a black woman going forward? So, you know, I can't tell the story. I have to be totally transparent. Mm -hmm. um, I was diagnosed in 2001 mm -hmm. and I spent 10 years in depression. Um, I was going through the motion. Mm -hmm. I was just basically living to die. Mm -hmm. um, and... After those 10 years, I actually met the very first person that I knew that was HIV positive. Um, she invited me to some um, groups, you know, like support groups and different things. Mm -hmm. And I began to see HIV in a different light mm -hmm. and not see it as a death sentence. And then I was able to um, literally just kind of I'm going to say will myself back to life mm -hmm. because I was educated because mm -hmm. I think that's one of the, the, the things that a lot of people that cause a lot of people not to get tested that cause a lot of people not to you know have the conversations mm -hmm. with their significant others is lack of education lack right. of knowledge and so for me once I did that um, then I began to live life to the fullest Mm -hmm. And I started working in the field, um, trying to, well, I think my first, <laughs> it's funny because my first job, uh, not really job, but my first um, speaking engagement was my doctor asked me to come speak at her mm -hmm. church. And it was too funny. I told her I couldn't do it. She was like, you can, I, I believe you can. And so I went to her church. It was an Ash Wednesday service, mm -hmm. but it was focusing on uh I think it was, oh, National Black HIV Awareness, mm -hmm. which is in February. And so I went there and I'm standing up in front of the church and I'm crying. I mean, I know them people don't know nothing I said because I don't know nothing I said because I was slanging <laughs> snot all over the place. I was crying my butt off. But um, a pharmaceutical rep was there and, and she was like, you did amazing and all these things. She was like, you need to meet some people. And then the one girl that I told you that I met, mm -hmm. she um, had introduced me to um, the director of a program, a couch talk program. And so they were like, you know, we want you to join us. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that for the pharmaceutical company who I will leave uh, remain unnamed. But so I started doing work with this particular pharmaceutical company traveling like all over the world, you know, uh, telling my story right. of living with HIV and just my struggles because one thing we know is that struggles talk, struggles um, help people, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And people can, can relate when they hear 
you, you know, stories. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? When they hear stories, they can they can relate. And so I did that. And then, you know, it just changed my life because I started, you know, I had routines that I, you know, I, you, were, you were visiting me one night <laughs> when my, my uh, Alexa was like, uh, live life, right. you know, because that's what my alarm says Absolutely. Um, at 10 p.m. for me to live life, and that's for me to take mm. my, my pill. I only take one pill a day, but when my alarm say live life, it's on my phone, it's on my Alexa, it's on a lot of devices, and I don't care where I'm at, what I'm doing. I could be on a date. Hello. <laughs> if, that, if that alarm go off, live life. Excuse me. We live in life. Yes. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm taking that pill okay. and uh, because it's important to me. Mm. You know, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that, you know, when medication says take it, HIV is very specific about it, that if it says take it once a day, it really is a situation where you need to try your best to take it at the same time every day okay. because studies have shown that it is going out of your system. Consistency. HIV is, I mean, you know, I'm saying the, the medication is going right. out of your system right. and HIV is smart. Right. Um, I, when I go speak, I tell people it's kind of like Pac-Man. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's yeah. going, it's going, it's going. And then they eat the pellet. Mm -hmm. It get me to take my medicine. It gets strength. Mm -hmm. If I don't, then guess what? One of them little monsters going to come, you know. Come after you. Don't come eat up don't my T-cells, you know, and then my viral log, grow, viral log grow up. And then, you know, different things happen because, you know, the difference between an HIV diagnosis and an AIDS diagnosis is your T-cells. When your mm -hmm. T-cells drop below uh, 200, mm -hmm. you are considered to have an AIDS diagnosis. Mm. Now, Really and truly, that means nothing mm -hmm. because you can get on medication right. and your T-cells can go back up. But because CDC has said it, that once you have an AIDS diagnosis, you always have an AIDS diagnosis. Right. You can have T-cells of 800, 900, or 1,000, but if you ever dropped below 200, mm -hmm. you're listed as an AIDS patient. Uh, you have an AIDS diagnosis opposed to an HIV diagnosis. Um, so back to how I move forward, how I live forward is one you know, just trying to help other people, trying to educate. You know, recently I um, went to Baltimore for a training mm -hmm. um, and with a group of women who we are trying to um, educate as well as get uh, black cisgender women mm -hmm. uh, who have fallen out of care back into care. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to help them. Uh, because we have a lot of women that are HIV positive, while it no, it's not... Um, as as high as uh, you know, MSMs, men who have sex with men, uh, diagnosis, and probably not even as high as the transgender wim uh, mm -hmm. women, but we are we are. I think I can't remember exactly where we are rated wise, mm -hmm. but we're we're up there with new cases, okay. um, and it's because of I think lack of education. Hence why I found it you know, um, uh, organization or group uh, called Positively Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Positively Beautiful is not about being positive. It's not about being beautiful. It's about being whole. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that we as women, we lack. We, as much as we want to believe that we are, we're not. Right. And hence why we meet men and 
you know, we used to say little girls, a man say they was cute and they would fall all over. Women do too. Right. Grown women grown, do too. Grown, grown, grown women do it. Grown, grown. See somebody he, in the grocery stores, it's going down. And let him look at you and wink or, or just just do a double take and there say we something. are losing it. So, say something. I, I've had girlfriends that sit, meet men and they see men and then he looking at them and then they like, oh girl, I think I met my husband. Just off a look. Girl, he could I be a lunatic every day, but he, he could be a lunatic, crazy. So, so positively beautifully set out to get women to, you know, to love themselves. Mm-hmm. I want, I really want women to learn how to have those pertinent conversations, how to not listen to respond, but listen to understand. Mm-hmm. Because I promise you, if you meet a man and you really do listen to him talk, mm-hmm. you'll know everything you need to know about him in a short time and decide if he's for you. It- I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. So, um, I do that. Um, I used to do uh, some work for the county, Fulton mm-hmm. County, where we live. COVID changed a lot of things. The mm-hmm. traveling, speaking, COVID changed a lot of things. I still do virtual events, but not. I've not traveled and done any events since COVID started. And we're working on three years with COVID right now. So, um, yeah. Long relationship, don't nobody want to be in. None of that right there. So Let me ask you this question. I hate to okay. get off subject just real quick. No, no you're okay. I, based on HIV, what do you feel that the world doesn't know that they need to know? I think the world needs to know that just like you go to the doctor to get women, mm-hmm. get a pap smear, get an HIV test. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the word men, just like you go get whatever you go. Now, men is the worst because they don't like to go to the doctor. They don't like to do nothing Mm -hmm. till something is wrong. But Mm -hmm. I just think, actually, the women, we we are starting an epic movement. And in this movement, um, we are going to try to meet with, well, ain't no try. He said yes. So we're going to meet with um, Harold Phillips. Mm-hmm. who is the guy um, the White House uh, put over, you know, HIV. Really? And so we'll meet with him and to discuss the uh, National HIV AIDS Strategy, which is uh, uh, set out to, a strategy that's set out to end the epidemic by uh, 2030. Mm-hmm. But, you know, while we are in it, meaning black women, we're not in it like we should be. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about, the strategy talks about, um, getting, you know, women virally suppressed. It talks about, you know, just in an epidemic, but I think that there are some things that need to be there. Absolutely. Um, Like, one, I think you trying to tell us we can't have no abortion. Right. You you made us, I'm glad they did, um, get a pap smear every year, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you make us get a mammogram every however often that is right. after a certain age. You after tell men to go get a you know a prostate, prostate exam. Mm-hmm. So why not require? Yeah. Why not part. make that something that everybody that doctors have to do? Does it mean you have to go educate right. doctors? Heck yeah. But it should be within your human right to even go ahead and have it done just in general, so you know your own status. But Who I'm just saying care like about but, themselves. But if you're going to tell me I can't have an abortion, right? If you're going to, you know, tell me, like, when I, it, it's not a requirement that I get a pap smear, but if I go to a gynecologist, oh, you haven't had your pap smear this year, we need to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a need to, it's, yes. need to be basic. So why not do that? Because 
then it kind of makes it a norm because that's the thing I think. You're saying what the world needs to know. Having an HIV status is definitely not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, and when I say a long time ago, I'm to my in the early 80s, if you received an HIV diagnosis, you were sure to be dead by three years. Mm-hmm. Um, hence why they gave you disability, right. you know, social security, whatever you want to call it, right away. Mm-hmm. That's not the case now. I know people think, oh, Magic Johnson, you know, he, he, he got his money. Mm-hmm. No, darling. No, no, no. Magic Johnson does have his money. But Magic Johnson do just like me. Right. Take them dang old. He, he, I mean, he probably just like me. Take a pill. Right. They even have a shot now that you can take a shot once a month. Once a month. Okay. To not get a, have get HIV. Right. Then they have, if you're dating someone that's HIV positive, they have PrEP. Right. Which is a pill you can take to not get HIV. So I just think the world needs to know that it's not what it used to be. Mm. It's not. Yeah, because you have this stigmatism that, oh my God, you know, you go into the doctor for one thing and then you, you know, you, you don't think about everything else that falls at there. If you're going to date somebody and you think about, okay, am I going to use a condom? Am I not going to use a condom? You know, you need to know, like, you talk to, to your know. doctor. But most men, their word is, it don't feel the same. Let me tell you something. Not putting salt on your food ain't don't taste, taste the, the same. same. But if your tail got high blood pressure, pressure or have a heart attack or a stroke, what, guess right. what you're going to do? Take make it. the necessary adjustments. And stop using all the salt. Exactly. So you make the necessary adjustments just so you can live a happy, healthy life. And if you don't want to live, you don't care. Then go on, do your thing, B. <laughs> That's what I'm Shake saying. what your mama gave you. Do what you do what you <laughs> want to do. Just can't do it with me. Just can't do it. I hope my daughters ain't. Li- you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's just it's so important to understand. And I think the CDC controls that. Right. The CDC can control normalizing it. Right. And when I say normalizing, it mean it's not that bad. And so if you ju- if you're if if you educate these doctors, if you require them mm-hmm. to do the HIV test. I like me. I used to. I used to also do uh, cultural competency and sensitivity training mm-hmm. for um, doctors' offices. Right. Um, I would go to colleges. I've done it for colleges, like doc. Well, students in college to be doctors, and I did it. And I, I, I did a, a, a you know cultural competency sensitivity training because one of the things that you know another thing when you're diagnosed, mm-hmm. the last thing you need is somebody in there looking down on you. Mm-hmm. The Judging last thing you need is somebody looking at you a little different mm-hmm. or you know whatever. So I think not just infectious disease doctors. I think gynecologists especially should be. Educated right. should be. I think that's a mandate. Instead of mandating us, telling us we can't have an abortion, go tell them jokers they need to be educated right. on HIV. Yeah, because and and, and knowing how to happen, do that test and and counsel people. Right, but think about it. if anything should happen, you have to go get an abortion. If it's something you know, if something happened um, dangerously to you, you had end well, up getting they pregnant. They don't care. You still ain't have no abortion. You had a baby, girl. Get out of here. You telling me I have to keep a baby that don't? I didn't ever want it in the first place. Let me tell you something. Mishap. It it happens. Mm-hmm. Mishaps happen. They shouldn't, but they do. Mm-hmm. And and if I. Was sleeping with a man. I can't get pregnant no more. Praise God. <laughs> but uh, if I was sleeping with a man 
and and I ended up pregnant in this society today. In this time, in this day and in time. In this day and time, girl, I want an abortion. Take I'm sorry, away. and I'm a Christian, Take but I don't want to bring a baby into this world. Right. Not the way it's going. That that no, that, not the that, way it's going. You know, and it makes you scared. It makes you kind of like thinking, like, wow, people are here getting pregnant very early. You have social media thinking pregnancy is the way to go. You know, things of like that. But can you really provide for that child and you know right. so forth? But you're right. I I have a relative right now. He and a girlfriend got pregnant, and that's what they said. Hey, look, we you know I know we told you we were pregnant, but you know she lost her job. And I have a job. We live together. I'm paying all the bills by myself. Financially, we just could not afford it. Right. So we had an abortion. Wow. Does it hurt? Yes. Yes. Am I sorry? Yes. Right. But when I look at the big picture, mm-hmm. he said, I would want to be the type of father that, you know, or and, and I would want her to be the type of mother or parents that we've had. Right. And so, therefore, we know we couldn't afford to do that. So that was a, 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 a decision that we made. And you know what I told him? What? That is a big girl and a big boy decision that I know was hard to make. Mm. But I commend you for making it. That's right. called... Responsibility. Yes, that's called being responsible Mm -hmm. and making a decision that was best for you and your circumstances. But what if the baby didn't make it? Right. What if it was a horrible pregnancy? Right. Well, which which they said it was. She Mm -hmm. was, you know, the little short time she was pregnant, it was difficult. And so I I commend them for making that decision to not have the baby. And so I just think that, you know, at this day and age, we have got to learn how to have conversations, mm-hmm. make a be responsible, get tested, right? Have conversations. Because guess what? If I sleep with a man, I'm not just sleeping with him. I'm sleeping with, I'm sleeping with everything, with. everything he, he done slept with, with and everything they done slept with and everything that who they slept with slept with. You know, right. it's, a, it's a chain reaction because what people don't know is HIV, if you're a healthy person, it can really just kind of be dormant in your body right? before you have. And I'm not, it, and not really dormant. It can tear your tear your immune system up, right? And it it can be up to ten years before you ever know it. Now, by then, you already got AIDS, but before you start feeling the effects of it, yeah. Wow. You have AIDS, so why not get tested? Why not make it a part of your, you know, your 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 annual, and then make it. When you're meeting, especially if you're on the dating scene, having yeah, conversations. Yes, having conversations. Yeah, it's so important. Some people I, are just afraid to talk in general. They don't want to have the conversation because it seems strange or it seems you know what mundane or whatever the case. You know be. what I we I say this all the time. Your vantage point determines your viewpoint. Right. And we were raised, especially black people, uh, we that. were raised that sex is kind of taboo. You just don't do it. Right. You, you you have sex, but you don't talk about it. Right. You don't kiss and tell. You mm-hmm. don't say a word. To nobody. To nobody. Hence why men can cheat. Right. And, and keep it. How Why women can cheat and keep it and don't say it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, 
That's what we were taught. It's 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 the ordinary. Yeah. You know, but now we're looking at the un uh, or, or the out uh, uh, ordinary because now we live in a, in a society where things are so much more open and people don't care how they live their life. You know, you have LBGTQ, which is a broad spectrum of a community, but then you still have men and women who still deal with each other on a day-to-day basis. I want to ask you this question. Based on where you are in your life right now with HIV, how has this become, how has this been a way of life with you and your family? How have they have been, have they been supportive? How has that gone through your, your course of uh, action? So initially, you know, nobody, I had one daughter that knew. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was HIV. One daughter and one niece. My niece lived with me um, mm-hmm. for several years um, when, you know, she was younger. And and so they knew. Mm-hmm. And I didn't tell, you know, anyone else. And then 10 years later, when I, I was getting ready, I was I was going to do a campaign for CDC. Mm-hmm. And I did. I ended up not doing it because I hadn't told my kids and they were ready to get the ball rolling. And the way mm-hmm. CDC does their campaigns, especially the billboard campaigns, they put, they put, I can't remember how many it was. It might be about five billboards of you. Mm-hmm. And it's everything that's connected to you. So one would have gone... Um, where I live, in the area where I live, say mm-hmm. Atlanta. Another one would have gone in my hometown in Alabama or at least in the direction, going in that direction. Another one would have gone like perhaps maybe where I worked. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how they do it because they're trying to get people to see it. Right. And so if, if you're putting it where I am, where see. I frequent, then some, oh, that's Kim, and then they see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But... I hadn't told my family, so I could not do I did not do it. And then I did an article in blackdoctors.org, and I decided, let me tell my kids. So I told my kids, um, we, we went out to eat for my birthday, actually, and I told them. And of course, my son was so, he's a mama's boy, and he was so upset, and he was like, I want to kill him. And I was like, no, 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 we ain't got to go kill nobody. Right. You know, and I told him, I said, hey, look, I didn't just get HIV. Right. I've been HIV positive for 10 years now, y'all just didn't know it. Right. You know? And so uh, my sister called, she was crying. She was like, I read an article, you know, somebody sent me an article that you did. And she was crying, but she wasn't crying because I was HIV positive. She was crying because I was raped. Right, and, which is and, a whole yeah. other story. And I had to tell her the same thing. I didn't just get HIV, this didn't just happen. Y'all just found out. Right, and you know, yeah. you guys know as a way of respect as well too. Right, and so at the end of the day, um, I don't know. My family has been, ever since then, though, you know, since they did find out, they've been very supportive. Um, Yeah, I had, I remember, you know how when you're from a small town, everybody talk about everybody, everybody know everybody, everybody everybody in everybody business. And so at that time, (laughs) I was in in my business, so I said, okay, I'm going to do a program, Mm -hmm. you know, in my hometown. And so I I, uh, I remember... uh, a commissioner called and said, "Hey, I want to. I heard about what you're doing. I want to partner with you, you know, and 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 you know, cut your checks. See what you know, whatever I could do to try to make this successful because you know we do need to get this education. Mm-hmm. And then a girl from the hospital, 
Um, she called and was like, yeah, we want to come, you know, do some testing, different things like that. So, you know, I did the program because I'm like, you know what, let me tell my own story. Right. Let me tell my own business because what y'all doing now, y'all gossiping and y'all right. saying what y'all think y'all know, mm -hmm. not what y'all know. Because you don't know. You don't Unless know. Unless I tell you. Yeah. I, so let's I, hear from the horses. Mother. I control my narrative. And so I did. And literally, there were people that wanted me to do that program annually. Mm -hmm. I did not. I can't remember. Well, probably because I was doing a whole lot of traveling. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I, and I still haven't ruled it out for going back to do it. Because guess what? People are still needing to be educated. Right. People are still needing to be you know, to learn and know, and, and, and our young girls, they need to learn how to have conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, the very pertinent conversations. My kids, I make it my business for us to not really be friends, but to talk. Mm -hmm. It ain't nothing that they can't talk to me about. Right. I'm sure they don't tell me everything, but we talk. Right. Yeah. When they come to you, it makes you feel more important because they came to you and they're like, Mom, what you think about this or whatever like that? Yeah, we talk. So, you know, I, just, I would rather have my kids being knowledgeable mm -hmm. than not. Right. You know what I'm that's saying? Because that's like, they, they make an assumptions along the way. Right. I want to ask you this question, and, you know, it it is, you know, remarkable because you don't meet people every day who's going to come up and say, like, look, this is what's going on with me and this is what happened to you. I, I find that so courageous and so confident within you, and I think that's what caused me to be a little bit more resilient in life and it caused me to you know pick up pieces where I dropped off that I didn't want to I didn't want to handle certain things but I think when you you came into my life when well, we bumped into each other on the, the elevator, elevator right? we was on the elevator y'all right. we got an elevator connection <laughs> it was going up we didn't going down we was going up All right. and so I you know I want to ask this question you know in in your your life within where you are right now what are some things you want to do that you thought about doing that you think you have, that you feel like would be necessary? Professional or, pers uh, or personal? Both. Okay, so professional. Um, I have a cleaning business, mm -hmm. but I also do my speaking. Um, I think it's necessary that like positively beautiful it's very very shallow I don't do a lot with I do some things but mm -hmm. I don't I don't give it enough attention mm -hmm. I need to make it official I need to grow it mm -hmm. I need to help women because it's not about positive women HIV positive it's women, women it's about women in general mm -hmm. and the women in general it would be an education it's an education piece that needs to come in it but then it's also a piece about life it's also a piece about you know like like work ethic about mm -hmm. you know getting job you know I want it to be everything because I said being whole whole is well-rounded right. from you know from mentally like a lot of people believe that that uh mental illness isn't real mm -hmm. a lot of people believe that going to therapy is taboo kind of mm -hmm. like sex you know but mm -hmm. that's because that's what our parents mm -hmm. uh, you know wanted us to believe from right. way back then you know we because yeah, they believe that it meant you was crazy right and so I think you know on a professional level I mean on a personal slash professional level because to me that's personal but it turns into professional mm -hmm. because it's something my heart wants to do is help women right. women is my passion women is something that i want to help i would love for people 
to walk around here, women, not people, women, to walk around in their everyday life and be confident mm -hmm. and sure of themselves mm -hmm. and never have to worry about any, or care right. what anybody say or think. Right. I would love for women to walk in interviews assured that, you know what I'm That's saying? I got this. Right. I can do this. Mm -hmm. And even if they don't, don't, don't give you the job, you walk out knowing that ain't what God had for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? On to the next. I want women to be so, to love themselves so much that a Negro can't come half-stepping. At all. No. They, I want niggas to be like, excuse my <laughs> Is that, is that, okay, excuse me, and I'm sorry, please forgive me. I want men to be like, what happened to the women? Why they so dang on coming a day? Right. Why, why they, yes. Why I can't get a date? Yeah, what, right. But, but, you know what? I can get a date, but why she demand, why she saying, this is what I want to do? Right. This is what I want to do, this is where I want to go, and I ain't sitting for nothing less than, mm -hmm. than that. Right. And no, we ain't going to date tonight, ain't going to bed tonight. No, I'm going to bed tomorrow. So I just want women to be that. So that's, to me, that's a must for me. Mm -hmm. And I need to make it happen. Uh, personally, like my true personal, um, I would love to be married. Hello. Um, I would love to be, women. let me be specific because that's important. I would, <laughs> specific. Say it right now. Yes, I would love to be married to a man who loves, appreciates adores and supports me. Mm -hmm. I call HIV one of my babies. I have four children. Right. I only have three, but I have HIV is my fourth. Right. And and you know, people ask me, do you tell a man time you meet him? Yeah, the one I want him to go I want him gone, I do. Yeah. Because I really hope it make him good. Sometimes it works. Run them sometimes, all. It, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. <laughs> um, but that's the truth. I, right. I do. I use it sometimes to try to get, you know, people, you know, skedaddle. But I also um, sometimes believe that, you know, HIV is my baby and never have I introduced people to my kids and all my kids are grown now, but never have I met you today and you were at my house tonight, not in my kids oh. were there. So I have to know that you support my baby. You have to, I have to know that, that you will help me take care of my baby. I have to know that you'll be there for my baby. Mm -hmm. I have to know that you won't do any harm to Come my baby. Now. All of those things. Mm -hmm. So until I, there are men that I meet that I like, and I, I need to know, the, I, I want to get to know you. Mm -hmm. I want you to get to know me. Absolutely. And after we get to know each other, I think then I tell you my story. And if, you know, if my thought process is correct, you like me, I like you, guess what? You will understand. Um, I, I was talking to a girl last week or maybe a week before, about two weeks ago, and she was saying she had met a guy and um, but they she met him and they went out to dinner and they realized that they had some of the same people in common. Like mm. he had um, his sister in law is somebody that she went to school with. Right. And she asked the question, like, what are you going to do, you know, when they ask you if dating me? Because she's out in the public, too. Right. And 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 I. I she said that he ghosted her after that. And I said, you know, I said to her that, you know, there was no need for that. It, it was right. too soon. Right. Um, Could have just been honest. Well, well, no, but that ain't, that ain't, I'm talking about for her. Right. You didn't have to ask him that question right then. Right. 
Do you meet a person today and you take them home to meet your family tomorrow? Hell no. Because I didn't accept my HIV diagnosis oh, right wow. away. So how can I expect a man to right. accept that right away? Right. And so similar. guess what? He, he knew she was positive. He knew that. He just couldn't handle the thought of like, wow, what do I tell my family? Mm -hmm. But what were you going to tell them right away? Right. Most of the time when you meet a person, honestly, you get to know them. You date them, you get to know them, you you know, you you do little things together, whatever. It's a minute before your family ever even know, they even get told that, hey, I met somebody. Then... After, you know, it's even longer before you tell them who that somebody is. Because mm-hmm. you're trying to know. It's, right. It's, you don't introduce them like, no, right away. Right. And so it's, that question to me was a question that probably was a bit too soon. Mm-hmm. And the stigma kicked in. Whereas I think had she waited to get to know him, mm-hmm. educated him on right. on HIV and on her you know, and how she rolled, and I'm saying that because how she rolls is how she rolls. Mm-hmm. And so educated him, then by the time he got to know her and was ready to right. tell family and take her over to Christmas dinner, he's able to say, hey, I'm dating Sally Sue. And then they're like, ain't she HIV positive? Yes, but. Blase, blase, blase. Yeah, he's able to educate, he's able to respond. Right. But she didn't give him that opportunity. Mm-hmm. She allowed stigma to end them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too, too much too soon. Too much too soon. Yeah. Well, I for one, I for one stand in agreements with you that uh, who, whomever the lucky man is, yep. that he, you know, he he comes to you by surprise. I and want that, that. And that you are not expecting him to to be in your uh, your path. Um, and I also, he has to be God fearing. He better be. Yeah. He, he better know to, Jesus. He has to be God fearing. <laughs> Somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of requirement. He has to have his own. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I ain't no gold digger, but you I ain't, ain't no. You ain't messing with no brokenness. Cause <laughs> I got my own. <laughs> you better have yours. This high rise ain't cheap. <laughs> and them two cars sitting out in that parking deck ain't either. They ain't cheap. I'm just saying. So no, you. I can't date you and you getting on the bus line and then you calling me saying come pick, pick me up. up and then we gonna go to McDonald's and then I still got to pay. No, Stop baby, it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> You, you're right. You're right. You don't want to be, you know, out of balance with an individual. On top I, of equally that. yoked is so important, and so many people don't exactly know what that means. No, you know what I'm saying? This young crew, this yeah, young crew I, coming yeah. up. I want to be equally yoked on in so and and compatible on so many levels. And I'm a hustler. Yeah. I'm a hustler by trade. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't, and I don't mean hustling nobody out their money. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting up trying to figure out my next move. Right. Like, okay, how can I add some? My cleaning business is commercial, com, you know, right. cleaning business. So I'm thinking, I, okay, how can I add more business to this contract? How can I hire more, you know, workers? What can I do? How can right. I, you know, that that's just what I'm doing. Right. I'm trying to figure that out. I ain't sitting around with idle time. My TV might be on. I listen to TV more than I watch it. Right. Because I need to hear some noise, but it's while I got this laptop and my tablet and I'm, I'm writing. Yeah, I'm trying I got to, business going I'm trying on. to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. I listen to to, um, I just told a girlfriend of mine. I, me and my son listened to it years, years ago, and we still listen to it today. But I like 
I buy certain books, especially black authors. I buy their books because I try to support. Mm -hmm. But I also uh, listen to like books like uh, Napoleon Hill, Thinking mm -hmm. Grow Rich. Um, I listen to the the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Have oh, you ever, I've have seen you ever heard it. That? I've you seen need, it. I have not heard listen, it yet. Listen, don't read it. You need to listen, listen to, to it. it. Listen. So those type books help me listening. Mm -hmm. So when I'm, I'm, I mean, say if I'm doing nothing, that, that'll be, I'll cut it on my TV while I'm working, you know. Um, uh, when I'm driving, like I got buildings all over, you know, Georgia, like right. all as far as Browserton all the way up down to Dalton, which is like 20 minutes from Tennessee. And I'm driving and I'm listening to some of that. Right. Because I need this to go in my spirit. Yes, I'm, I listen to sermons. Yes, I listen to Pastor Jamal Bryan and all that good stuff he's teaching us. But I'm listening to that, too, because I need some right. of this in my spirit. Mm -hmm. I need that. I think and grow rich. It's, it's more than just books. about it's it's more than just about um, money finances. Yes, mm -hmm. it's about shifting your thought process, mm -hmm. the way you think about things, and all mm -hmm. of that. You know, and so I just think it's important that we um, shift our mindset. And so I would need a man. That's where I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there, y'all. Uh, I mean, on I'm the way saying, there. Right. I just need. Yeah, I took the long way home. I just, I, I need a man who, who can, who, who can understand right. that. Add who to the balance. To be, yes, adds to that. Mm -hmm. Who, when I, after I listen to, say, a chapter, we can sit down and talk about it. Absolutely. We, I can sit down and share my thoughts of what I'm thinking or how I'm thinking it. You know, all of those things. Mm -hmm. I can say, hey, you know what? I want to do this. What do you think about it? And and if he don't, he's saying it's a bad idea. You know what? I'm not sure that that's a bad not, idea. Not, let's not, sit down. Let, let's discuss it. Tell me what you're thinking. And then we'll, you know, let's process it together. Right. Those are the things I need. I don't need a dude who living on uh, Social Security or... Hoping checks. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hope and a check. Yeah. No. It, no. But you know, you. I don't think you're going to gravitate that. Not just because where you are in your life. You know, you're not going to sit here and settle for no, just on anything. Now, you could take a fool and turn him into a godly man, but who want to put in that work? I, but, I'm too old to turn anybody into anything. You got to already be there. You better you be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need you to already. I'm, I'm too old for that. You are. Like, like, if I was maybe 30 you know, thirty-five. Maybe. I said maybe. You heard me say maybe. I'm just saying I got. I still got a lot of time left. You know what I'm saying? I say <laughs> how many this more summers you got left? Well, I ball. say this, and it, and I don't mean it to be bad, but I say this. I have. I say it all the time, though. I have less years ahead of me than I do behind right. me. Right. I'm fifty-five years old. Do I believe I'm going to live another fifty-five years? No. Mm -hmm. Do I even want to? No. Because mm -hmm. I don't really. I can't imagine me. You know, frail. Right. You see, I got on a knee brace right now. I'm just saying. A leg brace, not a knee brace, a leg brace. A whole brace. A whole leg. But I'm just saying, like, I can't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't see me living um, to be fit to 110. Right. And so, therefore, I have less years ahead of me mm -hmm. than I do behind me. Mm -hmm. And because I have less years ahead of me than I do behind me, and I messed up a lot of those years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Meaning 10 of them I was depressed. Mm. A lot of them I gave to men that were no good, didn't mean me no good, and they wouldn't shit. Excuse my French. I'm she sorry. said it right. I'm Christian, but yeah, I cuss a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. So I, I, I gave away a lot. I worked dead-end jobs, did a whole lot of stuff. So it's, I believe, 
I probably started thinking like this at 50, that it is my job to make the best of what, however much left I got. You better live it like it's your last. Like it's my last. And that old foolishness about living my life like it's golden. I'm not talking about partying and good time. Right. I am just talking about being a woman, doing what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it. You know what and I'm then, saying? And then Where some. I want to do it. And then some. Um, that That's just where I'm at. You know, uh, I remember when I bought my second car, a girl, a friend of mine was like, somewhere with your other one. No, I just wanted a, another car. I wanted another car and I'll use the, the other one, you know, for my work car. I wanted a sports car. I wanted a sexy car. So that's what I did. And now she you know, got a sexy sports car. Right. <laughs> for me. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. It was for me. Right. And that's where I'm at in my life. You know, mm. did I have to move in this high-rise? High yes, you did. Because I wanted to. Right. Yes, yeah, because I wanted, wanted to. to. Yeah, it was something I wanted to do. And so I just think that that's, that's where I'm at. Absolutely. Yeah, that's where I'm at in life. And so when meeting a man, you know, though he has to come correct. Mm -hmm. He has to come correct. Um, if I don't come at all. If, I, I don't care if he have kids. But be taking care of your Ooh, kids. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Take be, care of them children. Be take care of your kids. Mm -hmm. I ain't date nobody to tell me they got baby mama drama or child support back child support issues. Yeah, I'm too old for that. You got, that's that's taken out of my time. Well, I ain't got time for it. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that foolishness. <laughs> what they got? Ain't There's a got fire. Time for that? There's a fire. Right. Plus the Bible's barbecuing. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Kim, you yeah. have brightened my day. I am so thankful that you jumped on the show with me. And I am I just cannot wait for part two of this. And our conversation is going forward. So you guys have heard it from Miss Kim Moon. Um one of my, I was going to say near and dear neighbors slash friend because we live in the same building. But you guys be easy, be blessed. Listen to more Virtuous Diva and Company. Peace out.